know what I'm saying? I'm back. Y'all enjoy this new record? I'll talk to y'all in a couple of minutes. Hey, you went flying, bitch, spur. Hey, you went dry around the world. Hey, you went brown like a squirrel. Hey, you went shedding nail pearls. Hey, you went Rose Rush cup. Hey, you went Rose Rush truck. Oh, you want to wall it all my holes. Oh, you want to line it all up. Hey, I'm gonna play it how it is. Hey, I've been playing for some years. Hey, you trying to steal all the spill. Hey, I'm in the field, not a pill. Hey, you want to spill, then I spill. Hey, you know how real niggas is. Rose Rush still Uncle Phil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ain't top off. Oh, you ain't Flintstones. Oh, you took the little roll it off. Oh, you ain't Big Stones. Oh, you made two extra M's. Oh, you ain't ringtones. Oh, you ain't trained on that bitch. Oh, you ain't ding dong. Oh, you ain't kingpin. Oh, you ain't wings in. Oh, you ain't hands on. Oh, you ain't seen it. Oh, you ain't demon. Shoot out the demon, man. Oh, you had king, man. Now they was stream, man. Hey, you went flying, bitch, spur. Hey, you went dry around the world. Hey, you went brown like a squirrel. Hey, you went shedding nail pearls. Hey, you went Rolls Royce car. Hey, you went Rolls Royce truck. Oh, you want wall with all my hoes. Oh, you want to line it all up. Hey, I'm gonna play it how it is. Hey, I've been playing for some years. Hey, you trying to steal all the spill. Hey, I'm in the field, not a pill. Hey, you want to spill, then I spill. Hey, you know how real niggas is. Rose Rush still Uncle Phil. Yo, look. Sis guy, he a visionary. I'm the definition like the dictionary. Baby, turn around, forget the missionary. If they pull up on me with some bad intentions, you gon' read about it in obituary. I got most soldiers in the military. I got most stones in a cemetery. I have most strings in y'all in February. It's getting hard to put a price on a show. Can't even pick an amount now. If a nigga really try to jam me, get jammed first like the countdown. I thank God for that flight straight from the nine side going southbound. They say that life's about balance, baby, and the balance is in my account now. Okay, she got a perkin' and perk. I got her twerking in turks She probably let both of us hit The way that she smirking in dirt She getting cake on the pictures she take I say, girl, if it worked, then it worked Fuck a wedding dress, I'm tryna murk it and Hey, you went flying, bitch, spur Hey, you went dry around the world Hey, you went brown like a squirrel Hey, you went shitting nail pearls Hey, you went Rolls Royce car Hey, you went Rolls Royce truck Oh, you want wall with all my hoes Oh, you wanna line it all up Hey, I'ma play it how it is Hey, I been playing for some years Hey, you tryna steal all the spill Hey, I'm in the field, not a pill. Hey, you want to spill, then I spill. Hey, you know how real niggas is. Rose Rush still, Uncle Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 140, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. That's that new Young Thug, new Drake. I'm not someone who's yelling out free Young Thug because I don't know if he did that shit or not. However, album was solid. And, you know, I ain't got shit to do with none of that, so... It is what it is. I hope y'all enjoyed the record. Drake went crazy. If you have not streamed the album, I suggest you listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy it. So, I'm going to start off with the anniversaries. On the 23rd, LaDainian Tomlinson, NFL legend, turned 44. Solange turned 37 and Black turned 31 on the 24th. Also on the 24th in 2011, Beyonce released her four album. And in 2003, Beyonce debuted solo with Dangerously in Love. We lost Michael Jackson on the 25th in 2009. Also on the 25th in 1984, Prince released Purple Rain. Jay-Z debuted with his 
uh, album Reasonable Doubt on the 25th in 1996. And then in 2021, Tyler the Creator released Call Me If You Get Lost and Doja Cat released Planet Her. Two great albums. Um, on the 26th, Ariana Grande turned 30. The Internet released Ego Death on the 26th in 2015. And then today, Baby Boy premiered in 2001. And also, the Bay Area's own Her turned 26 today. So happy birthday to Her. I'm going to get into some quick news and then I have big topics. I got a lot to talk about today. Hopefully I don't take too much of your time. But to start off, we're going to go with uh, some positive news. Ice Cube's Big Three League is officially recognized as the first black-owned sports league in America. So shout out to Ice Cube for that. And then I don't know if this is bad or good news, depending on how you look at it, I guess. But Rihanna is stepping down as the CEO of Savage X Fenty. I didn't see who she appointed. I think it was a white woman or something. I don't know who it is, but she appointed someone else. She does not own the whole company. It was a 50-50 venture. She still owns her 50% as far as I know. But um, will this lead to an album? We're going to see. That could be the positive side of it. Negative side of it, I don't know who's going to be the CEO and all that. But, you know, I'm pretty sure Rihanna's still going to be heavily involved. So I don't look at that as a major issue down the line. But, yeah, that's what happened. Also, with people stepping down and things like that, Michael Jordan officially sold his stake in the Charlotte Hornets. He bought the team for $180 million in 2010, and the franchise is now worth $1.77 billion. He was the NBA's only black majority owner, so we're going to see who becomes the next black majority owner, and we need more of them in the NBA given the uh, obvious reasons. You know, the NBA is mostly black, so hopefully Michael Jordan set the standard. He did good things as far as owning it because he 10x his money but it wasn't a successful team during his tenure but we're gonna see what happens next um also drake announced a new album for all the dogs it's coming soon i don't have a date for it but he did put out a new poetry book i copped that it's on his website check his bio and all that for that information um victoria monet announced her new album jaguar 2 will be releasing on august 25th lil uzi's the pink tape is supposed to come out on the 30th so in a couple of days we're gonna see if that happens it looks more likely this time around because everyone else in the industry is starting to post it and things like that so we're gonna see what happens um let me look also i have a new article out speaking of new music coming out because on the 30th also metro is putting out a song called basics on the website right now ml3fortheculture.com it is available to listen to i um talked to him about the record i got to preview it a couple of weeks early so shout out to him for that and yeah I think that is all the quick news that I have for you guys, but I'm going to play some new music and then we're going to get into the BET Awards and then I'm going to come back and talk about a few other things. So, you know, that Titan thing, I mentioned it last week, but I got all the information for you. So y'all enjoy this new record by Chris Brown and I'll be right back. She put it all on me, I couldn't fight that She love when I put on it when it's tied back You know it's hard to get up out of that, I get sidetracked Shake something, left, right, control it You know who to call if you're horny Ride on it, green light me Fuck it up, is the mood right? Is it with enough 
don't want a business in the street Be my little secret, baby, be my little friend All weekend on the weekend Do something different, got my attention Eight figures, fucking with a rich nigga Big picture, more than just a night with ya Don't switch up, girl, when the lights hit ya Them diamonds gon' dance That is this year's Best New Artist at the BET Awards, Coco Jones. And, you know, as someone who grew up watching her, I mean, we the same age, but grew up watching her, it's good to see that she's being recognized for what she's accomplishing. She's on Def Jam. She has a major record deal now. She's been putting out great records. I told you all about them last year. ICU popped off more than I thought it would because I thought that um, the first record was going to pop off more. But, hey, ICU is a great um Record showing off the vocal range and everything that she does with R&B. She's one of the best voices in R&B right now. And I hope that she has nothing but success. I can't wait for a full album because the EP is going crazy. I can continue success. I wish her continued success. So that is one of the winners. Um, also, I'll just go through the winners real quick for y'all. Um, best male hip-hop artist was Kendrick Lamar. Best female hip-hop artist was Lotto. Best male R&B slash pop artist uh, was a tie between Usher and Chris Brown. Album of the year. Went to Beyonce and says that they tied. Both of them won three awards at the show, which was the most at the show. And the video director of the year was Tiana Taylor. And those are the highlights for me. Um, this year's awards were a little bit different in the sense that, you know, hip hop turns 50 August 11th. But we've been celebrating celebrating it all year. So with that being said, it was a lot of performances, which is OK. It's just it was very, you know different and it wasn't something I was used to when I was going through the highlights of everything because I'm used to seeing the host and all that type of stuff it wasn't a host this year I don't think um so it was a good show it was just really different 
And one thing I do want to say about the BET Awards, especially now, because BET was bought by Tyler Perry, so it's black-owned again. It hasn't been black-owned since 2001. Um, I think that the way that things go down at the BET Awards, a lot of that needs to stop, in a sense. Not having fun and all that type of stuff. Not one of those people. But we need to take our award shows seriously. Because in a few months, towards the end of the year, or matter of fact, in a couple of months, I believe that, you know, a lot of stuff is going to get put in for Grammy consideration and all that. And then in November, December, we're going to be sitting here upset or October, maybe sitting here upset about the nominees. And then in January or February, we're going to be sitting here upset about who wins and who loses. But we have the BET Awards. We have more award shows, not necessarily a black award show, but we have American Music Awards. We have the Soul Train Awards and things like that. I talk about this all the time. I've talked about it multiple times on this platform. Black people need to take themselves seriously in these spaces because it's our space and this is what matters the most. The BET Awards need to be recognized. And a lot of these awards weren't um, like shown on television. I know you heard Coco Jones speak, but all of these weren't just like out there and boom, 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 winner, winner, winner on TV. It was just announced through social media. So I feel like we should be taking this more serious. And I know that the BET Awards has always been ghetto and things like that. And it's fun and all that. I get it. That's not what I'm talking about. But when it comes to just straight up doing shit that does not need to be happening at award shows or shit that you know for a fact, outside of the regular black shit, you know for a fact it wouldn't be happening at any of these other award shows that people cry about we're not winning at. We need to conduct ourselves the same way for our own shit because we matter more than these white people and what they think about us. We should be taking care of ourselves and respecting ourselves. Not for white people, but for ourselves. So that we don't have to sit there and worry about what white people are giving us and not giving us. Because the Grammys don't fucking matter for real. Because they've never been for us in the first place. I'll continue to say this. Diana Ross never won a fucking Grammy. Nas just got his first Grammy a couple years ago. Snoop Dogg has never won a Grammy. Tupac did not win a Grammy. Those names are gigantic in black culture. And without them, black culture would not be the same that it is now. So with that being said, it does not matter as much as you think it does. I yet, Yes, it matters when you're an artist, you want to get one and all that. But being recognized by your people, to me, will always mean more than getting an award from white people. So I hope that we, now that we're black owned again at BET, don't know what Tyler Perry's, you know, going to do. I did see that he lifted Chief Keef's nine-year ban. That was great to see and all that, but... I hope that BET is going to grow and go back to what it was before, you know, in the sense of music videos from black artists. It was like a news network. It was a lot more going on on BET than just Baby Boy getting played every couple of days. So I hope that that's coming. And I also hope that it doesn't end up just being Medea played every couple of days because Tyler Perry owns it. That's no shade to him at all. That's no like this. I'm just like black entertainment television should be more than just one topic. Because black people are not a monolith. And yeah. So that is the BET Awards. Um, one more thing that did happen. The highlight of the night for me. Was Migos reuniting. Quavo and Offset gave a tribute to Takeoff. It was great. I don't know if this is a permanent thing. They posted each other and all that. I, I hope. Um, Quavo kind of ignored the question of what brought y'all together. He just kept saying Rocket Power. I don't know what that was about necessarily. I don't know if that means fuck, fuck him for real. We just did this for takeoff or if this was him trying to dodge the question because it don't matter that much. It wasn't that serious. He didn't want to address it, obviously, at that moment. But um, 
I would love to know what actually occurred if they are cool again. And if they aren't, I still want to know what happened because there's been a lot that's gone down the last few months since takeoff's passing. So we're going to see what happens. But that is my BET Awards recap. Um, once again, continue to success to all the winners and Coco Jones being the best new artist. It's great to see because a lot of artists that win best new artists, either somebody we don't fucking know or somebody who isn't really new. Coco Jones did actually just come out within the last year. So that was great to see. Um, now I'm going to get into sports real quick and then I'm going to dive back into more music stuff. Jordan Poole was traded this week and I hated it. Um, y'all know I love Jordan Poole. He played bad the last like three weeks or so of the season. Not necessarily fully bad. He had a couple of good games in the playoffs, but overall he was playing terrible that last month. And I didn't think it was going to lead to him being traded. A lot of people didn't. People on the... Um, Warrior fans in general, like people on the internet on Twitter, were just asking to get rid of and all this. And then as soon as he actually did get tra- traded, um, people were upset. I never wanted him gone in the first place, but trading him for Chris Paul of all people, I'm just like, bro, y'all know how I feel about Chris Paul, and I just I don't understand why you would trade Jordan Poole, a first rounder, a second rounder, Patrick Baldwin Jr., Rollins for just Chris Paul. Like we didn't get nothing. You know what I mean? Chris Paul is 38. I'm not saying he can't play or nothing like that. I've said everything there is to say about Chris Paul being a dirty player and all that. That's the proof is in the pudding, whatever. Draymond Green has has been a dirty player and all that. I understand that. I get it. But Draymond Green's the reason this happened. I don't have like a concrete source, but I've read and read other sources that Jordan Poole requested a trade because of the way that the Warriors organization handled it. And then I also, from watching Cameron's show, heard about all the, the you know, back and forth shit talking that Jordan Poole and Draymond did before the incident happened. Now, Draymond Green, this would be player number two that he got into it with because KD left. And I don't care what nobody say. That argument had something to do with it because it led to the media feeding into the bullshit more. And KD was a pussy against the media in the Bay. And in general, he f- doesn't fool with the media because he just, I don't know, KD's weird with it. But yeah, so Jordan Poole and KD are now gone in the last four seasons. And Draymond Green is a big part of both. Now, we don't even know if he's coming back right now. Hopefully he comes back. It's being reported he's going to sign a three-year deal or something, whatever. Um, He's a big part of our winning, but I'm still, that doesn't negate his fault in all of this. And Chris Paul meets more pick and rolls, which the Warriors need to do. Yes, Chris Paul will probably fit in the system well, blah, blah, blah. But Chris Paul is someone that the Warriors hate, generally speaking. And Chris Paul has never liked Steph Curry or the Warriors, generally speaking, as far as, you know, on the court. So this is going to be a very weird transition. And, yeah, I just, I don't know how to feel. I'm going to miss Jordan Poole. Best of luck to him in Washington. I expect him to put up all-star numbers, 25 points a game, etc. So, uh, you know, best of luck to JP. And it was a good run. I'm glad you got a ring with us. And, uh, yeah, thank you for the memories, bro. So to pivot back over, I'm going to, you know, just give you guys a quick update on Casanova. It's been a long time since we've mentioned Casanova. I think last time Casanova was mentioned on the podcast, me and Anthony were talking about it. But Casanova has been sentenced to over 15 years in prison. This is a quote from World Star, by the way. For racketeering and narcotics offenses. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said, quote, 
Today's sentencing, along with other significant sentences that have been imposed in this case, show once again that gang life is not worth it and will lead to many years in prison. So, uh, yeah. I haven't really followed his case, but I did see this morning that he got sentenced. So, definitely decided to bring that to y'all. Um, also, the streak is still going right now of no hip-hop album or no hip-hop single reaching number one. Um, on the Hot 100, Hot 200, or yeah, Billboard 200 charts. So a lot of people are saying it's because trash is coming out. A lot of people are saying it's because people are fatigued by the sound. I think that it's because the heavy hitters that do go number one haven't released an album yet. Yes, Gunna put an album out. It was great. However, the industry has been turning on him due to the Young Thug situation. Young Thug's album just came out. We don't know if it's going to go number one or not. We're going to find out in a couple of days. But, um... Yeah, I'll have an update for you next week on that. My take is I think that Nicki Minaj's album is going to be the first hip-hop album to be number one because she's the one that's coming out in October, I believe. And if it's not her, it's going to be Uzi since Uzi is coming out on Friday. If Uzi releases, he'll be the first number one hip-hop album if it's a hip-hop album because we don't know. Uzi does a lot of different genres. Also, it could possibly be Doja Cat because she might release before Nicki. I don't know. And she has a gigantic fan base. But the heavy hitters are going to be who goes number one. Drake also has an album coming out. We don't know when it's dropping because he didn't give a date. We're going to see. But I think it's because a lot of people haven't put out something that is going to overpower the mainstream white or mainstream popular music that isn't hip-hop. You know, in terms of quality from lower-tier hip-hop artists versus, like, top-tier artists in other genres. That's what I think. So we're going to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But um, that is that. Now, I'm going to end it off with the Titan incident. So everyone died, you know. There's no way of sugarcoating it. I know that sounds cold, but I'm going to read you some details about this stuff. Now, this is before the incident where everyone died. It imploded, by the way. So this isn't like they suffered for 96 hours and all that stuff. They were dead. The U.S. Navy heard the implosion and didn't realize what it was or probably didn't know what it was and everybody was just kind of trying to save face and make it look you know whatever as soon as 96 hours hit it was announced they imploded so they probably knew they died a long time ago but you know it is what it is now stockton rush the ceo and well yeah ceo and co-founder of ocean gate um he is notorious for being against um i'll just read it to you let me just find it for you real quick, because he was against a lot of safety regulations and shit like that. And that led to his death. So here is an example in 20. What year was this? 2018 or no, 2022. 2018 is when everything started and he started doing all these expeditions. But 2022, remember, the Titan had been on um, these adventures two times before they died. This is last year's. I'm just going to read. Um, this quote here, or I'm gonna read a lot of this article. I just got to find the part that is the most important because it was talking about how this shit fucked up before this year. Um, okay, here we go. On the way down, we saw mesopelagic animals that are involved in the largest migration on earth early evening. This big community migrates to the surface and each morning they migrate back down to 500 to 1000 meters a lot of those animals are blah blah, blah. um this is just them documenting the expedition 
Now, when the submersible hit the ocean floor, keep in mind the submersible has to be let all the way down and then pull all the way back up. It does not have its own power to go down and up, only to move around. It landed in 15 square meters debris field that surrounds the Titanic's severed bow and stern. Quote, all five of us unofficially had this moment of silence, said Pan. The first thing I see are pieces of coal. That's the moment that connected to me the humanness of the Titanic. The fact that people had shoveled this, had brought it onto the boat, and during the sinking, it all spilled out. From the other end of the submersible, Pan heard Pilot Griffiths say, Oh no, we have a problem. When I'm thrusting forwards, one of the thrusters is thrusting backwards, Griffith explained. Now all I can do is a 360. So they are spinning around at the bottom of the fucking ocean. This is last year. This is not this time. On the ocean vessel above, Rush considered remapping Griffith's controller. Stockton Rush was not on this one. Mm-mm-mm. It's not going to be easy, he told his fellow support crew. I thought we're not going to make it, Rojas said. This is just, you know, the people that were on there. We're 300 meters from the Titanic, and all we can do is go in circles. The solution came to Rush, the solution which came to Rush was brilliantly simple. Tell him to hold it the other way. This is a this is a $29 controller from Amazon that you could purchase right now, by the way, from Logitech. After establishing that turning left on the controller will move the submersible forwards, he concluded that turning the controller 90 degrees clockwise will make the submersible possible to go forward again. Passing colorful tiles, plates, and a sink uh, in the debris field, they soon reached their goal to bow the Titanic. Iconic from when the romance between fictional Jack and Rose in the movie, blah, blah, blah. Selfies taken, remaining hours ocean floor were spent exploring the rest of the bow, blah, blah, blah. That was last year. Okay? This year, on June 22nd, this is a quote from Wikipedia now to just, you know, keep y'all updated. We're talking about now. After the discovery of the debris field, approximately 490 meters from the bow of the Titanic, OceanGate said it believed Rush and the four others aboard had suddenly been lost. U.S. Coast Guard press conference later confirmed the debris found was consistent with a catastrophic loss of pressure in the hull and implosion resulting in the instantaneous deaths of all on board. They lost contact on June 18th, and that's when the U.S. Navy heard that boom and all that stuff. So, yeah, um, search and rescue involved the U.S., Canada, and France because one of the people on the boat or on the submersible um, was someone from France. So, millions of dollars and all this um, because of uh, one dumbass, Stockton Rush, that decided to go down to the bottom of the ocean in something that was not certified by anyone at all. Someone who was against safety policy and said, quote, they were needlessly pushing these forward. The word needlessly came out of his mouth about safety procedures when going down into water that is so pressurized that it can implode and kill you instantly. They didn't even feel that they died based on how quick that happens. And um, I just don't understand why this was even a thing. Stockton Rush is a dumbass and... Anyone who thought that shit was going to work when you got on and seen a fucking controller from Amazon is a dumbass. I don't care if you got away with it twice. If you're doing something with a submersible that is not certified and you're using materials to make this hole of something that is not certified or tested enough to know that it's going to last long, you could you could have fucking lived this year. 
who knows next year the pressure after going multiple times on this type of thing fucks up that time and you die next year you don't know it's things like this at the bottom of the ocean where you're doing something this deadly again like i said last week if you're not doing this for research purposes you're not doing this because you went to school for hella long and you know what the fuck you're doing or any of those types of things there's no business you being down there that is not a consumer thing to do a consumer thing to do is to let the professionals go down there and do what they're supposed to do and then watch what they do you don't need to be down there with them you don't need to go to space to see shit if you ain't go to school for that or you ain't you know do the rigorous training or do anything to where you're qualified to be up in the air that high or in space that high or at the bottom of the fucking ocean that low you shouldn't be there you shouldn't be able to give a quarter million dollars and just be able to do what the fuck you want to do but you find out that you die when you do stupid shit okay i feel bad for the 19 year old because it's reported that he didn't want to even go it was a father's day type of thing and he went anyways and he died with his dad on this ship or i keep saying ship on this submersible but outside of that i don't feel any sympathy for these people especially stockton rush because yeah Maybe the other four, I might feel, you know, the 19-year-old, 100%. Everyone else is like, he could have been lying to them niggas. But they signed a waiver that said you can die. People that went on it last year put out the waiver and was like, it says you can die. It says you might not come back. You read all of that, looked at that controller, looked at this ship, submersible thing, everything out in the middle of the ocean, and you kept going. I can't feel bad for you, bro. I can't. I cannot feel bad for you. You are not intelligent enough to look at a situation and know that you shouldn't fucking be in it. That's on you. And anyone who's like, oh, that could have been your family. Listen, I'm black. I don't do shit like that. My family doesn't do shit like that. And I don't know anybody in my family that has enough money to go do shit like that that would continue and try to go do no shit like that. So it does not apply to me. I'm sorry. For those of, well, not those of you. It was somebody, I forgot the TikToker, who was talking about, yeah, this shows that privilege isn't a thing. And, you know, they would trade all the money in the world to be alive. This shows privilege is a thing even more so than what the fuck you talking about because they had the privilege to have enough money to go just shell out a quarter million dollars to go fucking kill themselves. That's privilege. If you could pay $250,000 to go on some shit that you are not guaranteed to come back from, you have the privilege to be that stupid. End of discussion. And um, yeah, rest in peace to everyone that died. But you died because you decided to do some stupid shit. If someone was to jump out of a plane uncertified all this stuff is uncertified like say it was a skydiving thing and someone had a new version of doing it had a new parachute and you had to pay a whole bunch of money to go higher and jump from some other shit that isn't certified by anyone else that's been um skydiving and you went and did it and then you fell to the ground and did not you know survive you'd be stupid the same thing applies with going to the bottom of the ocean okay don't do shit that you are not guaranteed to come back from i don't give a shit how much you paid I don't give a fuck how much this these billionaires keep trying to say, oh, yeah, da, 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 you could do this. And I'm going to just do this because I have money. And all these billionaires just keep showing that they're ignorant as fuck. They just have money to get away with being ignorant as fuck until it's too late because nature don't give a shit how much money you got. Clearly, this ain't the first time and it won't be the last. So, uh, yeah, that's Ocean Gate. Niggas are dumb. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, Well, not niggas because there were no niggas on board, but these these white billionaires and you know, I forgot the uh, Pakistan guy. I don't know. Like, you signed these waivers, bro. I can't, I can't fucking, you know, feel bad for you. Now, I feel bad for the families that were affected. But the people that went on there, they you knew exactly what you were getting into because you signed multiple waivers and got a paper before you even went down there that said you're not going to make it, bro. There's no excuse for that. You got every opportunity to leave. 
no refund or not because like people keep saying oh they trade all the money in the world to just you know be alive if i paid 250 $250,000 and it was non-refundable and then i found out oh yeah i could fucking die fuck that money end of discussion if i'm a billionaire especially fuck that money i don't care i'm gonna rather just leave take my l and go so yeah that is that um i'm gonna play another new song for y'all to end off i appreciate all the listeners i hope that i didn't take too much of your time this week make sure that you look out for new playlists i should have either one or both of the summer playlist volume 11 and 12 out before july 4th and uh yeah i love y'all appreciate y'all enjoy this new keisha cole and like i always say black people stay together In your love to 